Sean, I was wanting to ask you what I'm doing or whether you can think about or uh, what I might be doing here. I'm, I'm going to hold up a I'm going to hold up a, a sign and I'm, uh-huh. gonna, I'm going to uh-huh. do something. And what might I be doing? What might you be doing? Well, you've got a sign that says life and then you have a bottle of wine, dark horse rosé in front of it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Very good. That's what you're doing. That's what I'm doing. I'll explain. That's it. I'll explain. <laughs> I thought this was really going to be a test. What I, I'm doing, <laughs> what I'm doing is is, is, is sort of a uh, maybe um, a metaphor in a, a analogous kind of way. Okay. I am looking at life through rosé-colored glass. Oh. Looking at life, so you know, <laughs> rosé-colored glass. Because we have rosé-colored glass. We'll have glass. to take a picture like, of that bottle. And the thing is, um, you know, the, like the song says, rose-colored glasses mm-hmm. that I'm looking through show only the beauty because it hides all the truth. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that is so indicative of our topic today, yeah. you know, because it reminds me of propaganda. And I'm mm-hmm. only seeing what is through this glass and not seeing the truth. Right. So I thought this is... It's very hard to get to the truth on a lot of things. It is hard to get, especially when you're only told or exposed certain right. points of view or propaganda or news and it's when you're far away from it far away from it yeah far you know we have had some of that you know in this country but not nearly the same as what they've had over overseas so we're talking about ukraine Ukraine. i'm sure you all um know from the title of this episode yeah yeah. um episode 24 of wacky poem life we probably are not going to be quite so wacky this is not in this episode yeah this is a little more serious a little Mm -hmm. more serious and it's Something that has been on my mind and for, you know, what, the last six, seven weeks, like everyone else, mm-hmm. very serious. And, and, yeah, it's it's a tense time. Yeah, yeah. Globally. Yeah. So we're doing, and the poem we're doing is a little bit different this time, too, because normally here on Wacky Poem Live, we're recording here in the Rural Oklahoma Museum of Poetry. We just take a poem that someone has left, anybody, any visitor to the museum has left on the wall and uh, written impromptu. Well, well, the poem that we're doing today is a po- is on a postcard that was mailed to the museum, and it's because the museum has been a, a member of Post Crossing. If you're not familiar with that, go online, postcrossing.com, look it up. It's just a wonderful, it's a beautiful thing where people from all over the world send postcards to one another. Yeah. And you yes, get yes. on there and you sign up. And as soon as you start sending postcards and they are registered, then people start sending them to you. Yeah. So I registered the museum many years ago, and we started receiving postcards from all over the place, and I would send out museum postcards to people. And this is a postcard we got in uh, – you can, you can look them up on, your, on, your, on the postcrossing.com when you sign in, and you can see when you got certain things. Because um, this one, the postmark on it when I was looking at it the other day was really smeared, so I couldn't tell. But I got it in mm-hmm. June 2014 because I got it yep. and looked it up. And it came from the Ukraine. It came from a young man named Yuri who who sent this postcard to us. And it has a poem on it that he did not write. He sent us a one stanza of a poem by a man who is often called Ukraine's, um, like, national poet. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, mm-hmm. um, <clears throat> Taros uh, Shevchenko. And so... 
and it's a poem that's called My Testament. And so that's why the, the title of this episode episode is Ukraine Testament. So we're talking about a poem that is by a very well-known, well-known. And, and very um, and, and an excellent poet. Right. And it's sent by a young man who uh, eight years ago sent this and uh, whose life, no doubt, is turned completely right. upside down right. from the, when he sent this. Yes. So it seemed very appropriate. And also, it t- you know, it touched us here right here in the heart of Oklahoma, in the little, yep. little town. Yep. He reached out to us we, uh, years ago. You received it. And it has risen to the top again, worthy of discussion. Mm-hmm. So I can read the, the what he sent, if you like. Or... Yeah, read the, um, this is the last stanza of the poem. And I don't know if he translated it or what, but he was very generous in that he did put the English translation there for us. Right, right. I will read it. O bury me, then rise ye up, and break your heavy chains, and water with the tyrant's blood the freedom you have gained. And in the great new family, the family of the free, with, with softly spoken, kindly word, remember also me. Great. Just lovely. Yeah. yeah. Now, he put this on the postcard. He wrote that, that you just read, Bill, in mm-hmm. the place where you would normally put the address to the receiver. And... Um, so and then he put the postcard inside an envelope and sent sent it to me like that, and so I assume that's because you know he did that because he wanted to put all of those lines and mm-hmm. it wasn't going to fit on the left hand side of the postcard. Yeah, which if you're if you're if you went to wackypoemlife.com to to click on this episode, you will see these uh, postcards. And if you haven't, go over there and look at them. You can see the postcard on the left hand side. He's also um, <clears throat> written some lines. Yeah, and yes. two of them in Ukrainian, and then the translation in English underneath. Right, and there, I, I, you know, he's he's proud of his country. You know, yeah, it I, says glory to Ukraine, glory, glory to, Ukraine. to the heroes. Yeah, and then underneath that, he wrote, "I think you guess who wrote these words." Yeah. Well, you know, if I weren't such an American idiot, I would know. Well, I would have known them right off the bat because it is but, someone who's nationally known. Yes, yes, right. but you know, I I don't know enough. Um, poets from other countries and that's that's my bad and yeah. uh, but now I do now I do know uh, some more about Sh- uh, Shevchenko and I know a little bit more about his life too and mm-hmm. so yeah I definitely appreciate this poem yeah I thought it was very very nice and a little bit and in a bit you're going to read the entire mm-hmm. uh, poem which is uh, again I think it's 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 reflective and very poignant and uh so timely. It is so very timely. Yes, even though it's over 100 years old, yeah. the poem itself. Yeah. Uh, Shevchenko lived from 1814 to 1861. I mean, it's, it's 150 mm-hmm. more years old. I can't yeah. do the math, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. And it, it still holds true. You know, the, the words still apply, especially today, mm-hmm. you know, especially with what's going on today. So the whole poem is called My Testament, and I want to go ahead and read a version that was translated by John Wurr. W-E-I-R. And there's a there's a word in here, and I believe it's pronounced Dnieper. It's D-N-I-E-P-E-R, and that's a river that that's a really large river that runs through UK, Ukraine. Okay. Ukraine. Okay. When, <clears throat> my testament. 
When I am dead, bury me in my beloved Ukraine, my tomb upon a grave mound high amid the spreading plain, so that the fields, the boundless steppes, the Dnieper's plunging shore, my eyes could see, my ears could hear the mighty river roar. When from Ukraine the Dnieper bears into the deep blue sea the blood of foes, then will I leave these hills and fertile fields. I'll leave them all and fly away to the abode of God, and then I'll pray, but till that day I nothing know of God. O bury me, then rise ye up and break your heavy chains, and water with the tyrant's blood the freedom you have gained, and in the great new family, the family of the free, with softly spoken, kindly word, remember also me. Love it, love it. And you know what my hope is, is that when the Ukrainians win this war, I hope someone recites the last two stanzas that we just that we just read. Yes. Because that is exactly what our wish is for that brave country. Mm-hmm. Because mm-hmm. it is I was it is unimaginable what they are dealing with. Unimaginable. Yes. It is just beyond belief. I was looking at this morning's, again, every day I'm inundated this morning, the train the, the, the train station which received the bombing and the shelling, people who were there trying to escape, civilians, women, children, young mm-hmm. people, strollers mm-hmm. strewn. Their bags, their clothes, their bags, their everything clothes, just kind of strewn across <clears throat> the platform. Pixelated images, of course, which they pixelated out or covered. And I thought, this is, this is like going to downtown Tulsa, Oklahoma City, and seeing carnage mm-hmm. and just boggles my mind. I was on my way in this morning and passed a deer that had been hit outside of town. And I thought, why haven't they picked up that deer yet? You know, it's still on the side of the road. And I thought, my gosh, what are the people, <laughs> the people who are, you know, uh, what about the, the bodies yeah. in, in Ukraine that are on the side of the road? It's like, how horrific must that be yeah, to them? I know. Horrific. And I was telling you this morning, Bill, we're having a very atypical, well, it's typical day here in Oklahoma. We had some spring-like weather. It was very warm. And, yeah, yeah, and the wind is crazy. Yeah. It's very cold out there this morning. I washed my hair this morning, and so I went out without putting it in a ponytail. And uh, my hair was blowing all around. I even slammed it in the door, so there's <laughs> hair in the door. You were whipping it. Yeah, and then, <laughs> then, I, then I almost slammed the door on my leg, and mm-hmm. then I practically peed my pants because I'm a 60-year-old woman, and I kind of got yeah, out wrong, right? And all of this mm. stuff was was happening, and then I was like, "What the f? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I have nothing. You know, I was feeling sorry for myself. Mm. It was just you, ridiculous. You think, you think, what else could happen? What else could go wrong? <laughs> what else oh, could go wait wrong? a minute. Wait, wait a minute. Let wait. me let me get some perspective. Oh here. my gosh. Yeah. Yeah, because even the, the, the poet that wrote this poem, Shevchenko, he was um, born a serf. Serf. Okay. Yeah. And so he didn't even get to be a free person until he was like 27 years old. And he only lived to be 47. Yeah. Yeah. And he was put in exile for a, a great period of his life. And, uh, you know, his his poetry was um, seen as anti government mm-hmm. anti-state mm-hmm. which you know right. most good poetry is yes yes <laughs> and just had a had a horrible life uh, but also managed to be a creative person and he sort of led a revival of creativity in this the was Ukraine. his way this might have been his way of dealing with it is like yeah. I, you know i will not let this define me you know i will find a way to to climb out of this situation right and light the way for others right absolutely yeah and I, do you wonder what 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 the young man who sent the poem what he might be 
dealing with right now? Because he, he's only in his um, early 30s, he's I believe. 31. 31 uh-huh. years. He's an en- engineer. Yes. And he, but he has, he's an educated young man. He had eclectic tastes like yoga mm-hmm. and uh, was it mineral collecting or, uh, or something like this, rock collecting? But very uh, eclectic taste. Yeah. He, and he I, liked rock. Uh, this is, his name's Yuri. Yuri. And, and he joined Post Crossing in 2013, and he was active up till 2019, and he hadn't been and since then, he, then. Okay, it kind of went under the radar in 19, because mm-hmm. in 19, you know, that's when uh, the, the pandemic kind of hit. Right. So uh, going through that, I just wonder, eight years ago, there is no way he could have imagined what uh, what would be happening in 2022, April not. of 22. No, although they might have had, you know, more access to information about mm-hmm. what was going on just a little bit to their north. Well, and true. Putin than than we do yeah. here so yeah. but but yeah and, and I tried to you can email people on post crossing mm-hmm. if you're a registered member and I emailed him I I also tried to contact him on Facebook and I haven't heard back from him because you know I would love to know that he's okay. I think we'll I think we will continue to attempt to contact and let mm-hmm. him know that you know we are aware of the situation. We appreciate him contacting you, and, and we support uh, the, the country and the people in our small way. Mm-hmm. Even in this small town in Oklahoma, we are very touched by what is happening overseas. Yeah. Yes. He lives, um, well, he did up till 2019. I don't know now. He lives uh, lives in Livu, which is west of the capital, uh, Kachiev. Okay. Kiev. Kim, yeah, I'm, but that's like not actually oh, how you pronounce oh, okay. it. Okay, well, and gonna, I and I still am not sure I'm getting Kachiev. Kachiev for me. Okay. Okay. Um, so he lives in this city, Lviv, Lviv, which is near the Polish border, mm-hmm. and uh, it's a pretty big city, but not as uh, big as the capital. Yeah. And uh, yeah, he likes rock music. He said his favorite band is Nightwish. That's a Finnish band, and uh, he likes collecting antiques and interested in yoga and mantras and chanting. So he's, here we have a cultured young man yeah. who, who loves poetry and has, you know, uh, an eclectic variety of, yes. of tastes and is probably uh, fighting for his he and his family's life now. Yes. And, uh, desperately, you know, his city may be partially destroyed or destroyed. Um, and again, it just boggles my mind that this is, hap- this is happening in, in today's day and age. Yeah. It really does. I don't understand what the objective is. Who does? of this conflict. I had a, like I had showed you, like many people have seen the photo of the young pregnant woman being carried out of the hospital that was bombed. And I, I was thinking, oh, thank goodness. In my weeks ago, I thought, thank goodness this young woman is being removed. She's, she's being carried out by uh, uh, rescue workers and she's heavily pregnant and there's a bright colored sheet. And I thought, I have a niece who's, who's expecting, I have another great niece who just gave birth. And I thought, my gosh, this could be my niece. Thank goodness they're getting her to safety. Mm-hmm. And then I discovered what had happened. And then it just, you know, affected me in my sensitive emotional self like it did. And like, like I told you, I've been trying to get. What did you find out happened? Uh, she did not survive. Mm-hmm. She and the baby both perished. And um, I was thinking about uh, uh, what that must mean to a, a, a family who is expecting a new life. And um I had a good friend. I have a good friend whose daughter um, and uh, her little little one. Um, well, her actually, she she survived the birth, but the little one. Uh, I'm sorry, the little one survived. She did not. But this was so incredibly tragic. And I actually, um, 
I wrote something that I would like to share with you, and I want to get your opinion about it. Okay. It's a, uh, it's it's just some words I wrote down because I thought this cannot be happening. How do I deal with this? So this is called watermelon sheet, which is an excellent reason for writing poetry. Okay. Well, it, it, it was like bubbling, bubbling, bubbling. You, Finally, there are words bubbling in you, so write them yeah, down. Get them out. You know, mm-hmm. let's get them out and let's you know let, let's experience the situation. And this is called watermelon sheet. No one dies on a sheet with a bright watermelon pattern. It's too cheerful. Bright pink, green rind, black seeds, a large juicy watermelon slice in printed percale. But when I look more closely, I notice shattered hip, bits of bone and flesh. The pink of the melon has rivers of red, and I see her hand cradling a womb full of promise. Pale face and blank stare say, not this time. What should have been, should have been. And when he came to collect, a wife, a child, came to collect, came to collect. I cannot imagine. I cannot imagine. Because no one dies on a sheet with a bright watermelon pattern. Wow. That is awesome, Bill. Oh, thank you. That is a wonderful poem. I thought, oh, Sean, please like this poem because it's oh like... Oh, my gosh. How could I not? Okay. You... That's For those of you out there, thank you. For those of you out there who might have seen the, the image of the woman in, with a watermelon, large pink watermelon sheet with black seeds being carried out, cradling her womb, and we all thought collectively, oh, thank goodness she's going to survive. There's going to be hope. Mm-hmm. And to learn that she did not survive and to think of the family coming to collect both both of the... Of the of the deceased, and it just is one of a thousands of thousands of uh, people who have lost their lives uh, in this conflict. You know, how can we not needlessly, tragically, needlessly, horribly, uh, right, right, and, and, against and I, all reason. And also the young, the, the child. Obviously, she wasn't. The woman was in labor. The child was almost given. Uh, about to enter the world mm-hmm. and did not pa- make the passage. Mm-hmm. Almost a beginning. Almost a beginning. So, mm-hmm. so there's watermelon sheet. The yeah. repetition you have in that makes it particularly powerful, Bill. Well, thank you. Yeah, thank you. Um, and the the anthem, you know, my testament from Shevchenko is kind of doing the same thing too. It's just the repetition of what you want people to really understand, you know, the image that you want people to get, the feeling that you want them to have through your words Mm -hmm. or through your music. I mean, Mm -hmm. this episode started with the Ukraine National Anthem. Mm -hmm. I'm not sure who's playing this version of it that we have at the beginning of this episode. It was on the Ukraine government's official website. But also, if you get a chance, uh, go to the, um, YouTube or wherever and um, search for the Metropolitan Opera's version of the Ukrainian anthem that they sang on February 28th. It was before the opening of an opera, Verdi's uh, Don Carlos. The Met uh, Orchestra and the chorus sing the song. And there's a man standing in the middle who has a minor part in the opera, but he is from Ukraine. Mm-hmm. And he is he's obviously from Ukraine because he's the only one who isn't holding has the, word the words yeah, <laughs> and is singing in his hand over his heart. I've and seen it's, it. it's powerful. Oh, my gosh, it is that video. 
Ooh. It is powerful. You don't yeah. you don't have to know the words. It's one of those things you can watch and you can understand anew how poetry and music mm-hmm. and songs, all of those things wrap together mm-hmm. and just have an incredible effect on the human psyche Absolutely. and the soul. Absolutely. Yeah. And what a resilient And Putin is a man who does not know poetry. Oh heavens no. Which is a shame because Soulless, there are so heartless, many you know? wonderful Russian poets. Absolutely. The Russian people are held just this as hostage. This dude has not read them. Oh, are you kidding? This, no, uh, he's he, outlawed them, I'm sure. Yeah, there is a there is a, a dark, dark mental uh, place that I cannot comprehend. Mm-hmm. I guess because I'm the emotional opposite. Mm-hmm. You know, I cannot comprehend this man. Mm-hmm. And yet I, I don't want to despise him because that's a waste of my emotion. But I do. I, I really, yeah, really do. You, you yeah. can't help. You can't help, you know. And the resilience of the Ukrainian people... Is something that I have never seen in my lifetime, mm-hmm. ever. I, you know, we didn't. We, you and I did not know World War II. We did not know Hitler. Thank God. Yeah. And I thought to myself, how in the world could a Hitler exist? Now I know. Yeah. Now I in our know, lifetime in we're our seeing lifetime, it. How a quote unquote Hitler exists. Right. According to the Red Cross website, there's over 10 million people have been displaced by this conflict. Ten. Million. More than four million. Uh, have fled Ukraine to nearby countries, and there's an estimated 18 million, which is a third yeah. of the country's population, that's going to need humanitarian to assistance. Need. And God bless Poland. My gosh, yeah. for what they have done. You know, open arms. Mm-hmm. You know, they have no Statue of Liberty at their border, but they sure are extending that, you know, that uh, humanitarian aid. And Right, which I hope that, that Yuri, if he, if he had to leave uh, Lviv, that maybe he got to Poland because it was very, that city is very close to the Polish border. Yeah. Yuri, the the man who sent us his postcard, I just don't with know the with his age. Um, I know that. People, I don't know. He's probably fighting, isn't he? He probably has to. Yeah. Has to. You know, men of a certain age, fifty or sixty or less, mm-hmm. were given no choice but to stay. Now I know some probably did not agree and left, of course, and that's I understand. But uh, or maybe ones with families, small possibly. children. I don't know. I just I would love. And we'll continue to hopefully try to reach out to Yuri, and I would love to hear his story and mm-hmm. to let him know that he's – he may be surprised to realize that the postcard he sent years ago, eight years ago, yeah. has resurfaced and is yeah. just as um, important – more important today than it was back then. Yeah, which is both a um, kind of a serendipitous thing, and it's also quite tragic, isn't it? Yes, it is. Yes, that, it is. That it is relevant yeah. today. It's relevant today. Yeah, because uh, Ukraine is a, a young democracy. Yeah, very uh, and, much so. And, and obviously, uh, on the verge of flourish, uh, flourishing greatness. Yes, under President Zelensky. Yeah, um, yeah, they've they've made great strides. But what I'm what I'm curious about is whether you noticed on this uh, on this uh, anthem um, how modest. The author was because mm-hmm. here he is greatness, greatness, greatness. Oh, bury me, then rise me up mm-hmm. and break your heavy chains and water with the tyrant's blood, the freedom you've gained. Mighty, mighty, mighty. Yes, it's like um, grow the sunflowers in the fields and and uh, and nurture it from the blood of the Russian murderers. But in the same in the same stanza, and in the great new family, this is more quiet. And in the great new family, the family of the free, with softly spoken, kindly word. 
remember also me. All mm-hmm. he wants is a soft remembrance. Yeah. I thought how sweet and how modest. It is. That yeah. This is all you're asking for? Mm-hmm. Of, of course, you know, of course we remember you. Yeah. Of course we will remember Yuri and the Ukrainian uh, people as they have as they fight for, for their freedom, which I believe they will gain. Mm-hmm. And, and Ukraine will be one of the powerhouses. I, I, I'm so optimistic. I think Russia is going to have to rise up against... I'm so proud they're a of, madman. I'm so proud of the Russian people who have mm-hmm. protested and who've been thrown in, 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 into jail or prison by the thousands because they are not unintelligent people in Russia. They mm-hmm. are not. Mm-hmm. But I don't understand how um, it, propaganda, rose-colored glass is being, you know, that's, that seems to be the propaganda machine of, the, of what they see. Mm-hmm. And yet intelligent people, don't they want to say, okay, but what about the other side yeah. of this debate? What about well, the other and we've seen a little bit of the the protests that they've been yes, having, but yes, I'm not sure how effective they've been yet. I just wonder if the uh, journalists over in Russia are now being uh, removed, so we cannot see any sort of protest yeah. within the borders of Russia. Yeah, if you and that makes me think. You mentioned the journalists. There is a, if there's you're wanting some to be able to do something to help out. I did find a a page on the on the internet that's it, to me it was like the best place to go to find information mm-hmm. and it's on it's actually on the New York Magazine website on some online version of their magazine called The Cut. So if you just google how to help Ukraine and then uh, The Cut or just go to the New York Magazine website, you'll find a page and that's that has tons of information of how to help the people of Ukraine and one of the things is how to support journalists. Right there, right. and another one is how to help the children. How to don't uh, if you're wanting to donate medical supplies. Um, if you want to help refugees, and then it just lists a whole bunch of other places where you can donate uh, money and goods. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's just just Google how to help Ukraine. Ukraine at New York Magazine. You'll see all that. And also, Sean, back to what you were saying. You know, this morning, you know, you got your hair stuck. You were angry. You almost <laughs> peed your pants. Blah blah blah. I understand all that, but you can't. You you thought to yourself, but wait a minute. Yeah. You know what? Let's use some perspective. Yeah. So on that same note, when you're posting the uh, the link to how to help, I would ask our listeners, when you have any friends or family who are talking about um, this politic or this politic and this uh, politics that are not, um, they're so frivolous. Oh, can you believe this? Maybe redirect them to say, I understand. I hear that. Let's table that because what we have is so minor compared to what is going on overseas. Mm-hmm. Let you know This is a humanitarian crisis. This is a global crisis crisis and you know let's redirect our efforts to being pro- productive i think that would be so helpful mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. perspective yeah Perspect- take off those rose-colored glasses yeah perspective think about the fact of even though the ukraine is a it's a fairly new nation as it as it stands now and as a democracy that um this is a, a, a place in, in Europe that most of us in America know very, very little, very little about, about and know very, very little about the history of it. And mm-hmm. I'm one of those people, too. Well, I am, too. And yes. that their history is so much longer, you know, than the history of the United States, mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Um, on the back of that postcard that, that Yuri sent us, the picture is of a cathedral in Kachiev, the, the capital city and it's saint sophia cathedral and if like i said if you haven't gone to wackypoemlife.com you you should you can see the picture there and i found an article about it because i wanted to know a little bit about it too other than just the poem i found an article on dailyartmagazine.com by alexandra kiley 
and it's just from a, a couple of weeks ago. And it's talking about St. Sophia, this cathedral, which is from the 11th century. Wow. So it's yeah. one of the things I'm talking about. Certainly. Certainly. We don't have this kind of history. It's a monument of the time when Kiev was the capital of the massive empire um, that existed at the time. And she also notes its present status following the recent Russian invasion of Ukraine is unknown. Is unknown, so we don't. We have yeah. no current image. I was going to ask know. if we have a current image mm-hmm. because it would. Th- it would seem to me like the iconic structures are the things that are being bombed by Russians. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I know there is a rush to save museum pieces and artifacts, of course, from uh, destruction. Right, and this is one. The cathedral itself is a UNESCO World Heritage Site, and it is also considered one of the seven wonders of Ukraine. My my my. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well. You know, it, it's it, the conflict is is not over, um, and we need to uh, mobilize and support. And I, maybe we can post a photo of, of Yuri in on the on the on the website. Um, would, that, would that be inappropriate? I don't know. Probably okay. because you have to you have to be a member well, to see them on Post Crossing anyway. Well, and, and you know, we don't we don't want to make him a a poster uh, uh, man for uh, you know without his knowledge or consent, but. Uh, my gosh, his yeah. story is just, it, it's fascinating to yeah. me. It is yeah. fascinating to me. Um, well, Bill, I'd like to read a poem, too, yes. that, that I wrote. And uh, this I wrote this a couple of weeks ago. I was actually thinking of a Wendell Berry poem <laughs> that has a line in it that I have written on, the, on a door in my house. And um, the impeded stone is the one that, the impeded stream is the one that sings. That's a line from his poem, The Real Work. And I'd always thought about that in a, a positive way, as a stone being in a stream. That's a positive thing because it does make the stream sing. Mm-hmm. As it, mm-hmm. the it water's going water. around it, mm-hmm. it, it makes a song. Uh, but then I thought, well, that's not always a positive thing if the stone shouldn't be there. Right. Sure. If it's out of really out of place. Mm-hmm. And I, I wrote this the, the morning after we had a storm, and it was just really quiet outside. Mm-hmm. So this is called The Stone for Ukraine. They wish for the silence I am witnessing the morning after this storm. The earth hushed, only occasional birds signaling life is here. They wish for this ground softened by rain and receptive to the season and human intervention upon its skin. We flail away at the necessity of the seed and the withered log harboring a second life. We flail away at our own organs, pulverizing our bones as if that will help us be prepared for the rest of these days, sans restlessness, sans pity. His evil is the Old Testament kind, his weapon the arrogance of a stone rolled out of position and stuck there forever, even if that place now blocks the entire flow of the stream. Everyone and everything will go around or die in the waters. Sometimes the stones must be moved. Sometimes they are in the wrong place. They were dragged here to begin with, are out of place, Sometimes the stream requires the kind of silence felt the morning after a storm. Absolutely, absolutely lovely. Yes, yeah. You know, and it, powerful words. You know, um, sometimes a, a stone can be divisive. It can it can either divide or make you sing. 
Yeah, and I think of a stone of, um, I, I just think of Putin's face. It's just a stone. It's, um, if there, you know. <laughs> it's just if there, a if rock the, with no. There is no. Nothing. There is no light. And I like rocks. But I'm, I, right, but, but that that is a that is a, a, a skull full yeah, of rocks. Yeah, I'm a thinking of, of a rocks. stone in a yeah. negative manner. You it's know? just a blank. Uh, there is no light of creativity and, and intelligence. No light of humanity. There's you can't no light sink of, through to the inner part of it. Not it's at just, all. You know, someone who kills and murders indiscriminately and just is arrogant about it. Mm-hmm. It's the closest thing, as I said, to a modern-day Hitler that I have ever seen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the, yeah, his arrogance and the humility of this poet, Shevchenko, that we're talking about, and the humility of so many, of President Zelensky, Certainly. too. yeah. Such a sharp contrast. And... <sighs> It is. I don't know. <laughs> it, it's it, it, polar opposites. Yes. Polar opposites. Yeah. You know, from light to dark, polar opposites. Do the Very meek so. do the meek inherit the earth? Well, I don't know. I mean, not without not the without tyr- assistance. The tyrant yeah. has a mighty sway upon us so yeah. much of the time. Certainly in history, especially if people remain silent all around the destruction. And, and you know, the horror, certainly, you know, and you know we're fighting battles even in this own country, in in in, in this state, even we we ha- we have battles to fight and overcome. We cannot yeah. turn and run, mm-hmm. so uh, that's how we move forward. You know, we recognize those fighting yeah. for what is right. Yeah, and I write a poem like I wrote this poem, and maybe you felt as you wrote that poem. I mean, this is such a small thing. How is this of help to anyone? But it it is. Because our words matter. I think so. And our thoughts matter. And our ability to stay soft, you know, Mm -hmm. um, and to stay resilient and to absorb and not be defeated. Mm -hmm. Um, Poetry teaches us those things. And and do not mistake our kindness for weakness yeah never 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 yeah and this podcast is somewhat of a platform however be it be it however whatever size it is mm-hmm. we don't know who we reach mm-hmm. you know uh it's 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 a platform that i am so thankful to have a small part i of. am too i'm thankful for all you all out there that are listening and and if you're sharing our podcast we really appreciate it we want to be a a place where you can go to be entertained for yeah. half an yeah. hour yeah. we want you to maybe learn something a little bit too and yeah. we realize it's a very different this, <laughs> podcast this than what different. we normally do and we hope, we, we hope that we've touched you in some way with this podcast mm-hmm. you know because we are somewhat multifaceted yeah you know my train has stayed on the track for the most part during this podcast <laughs> it might not on the next not one. on the next one but on this one it did <laughs> right but right. we appreciate mm-hmm. you all we we thank you we um we are we are thinking of you people of ukraine and um Hope that we can do in you know whatever we can, um, absolutely, to absolutely. make sure that um, what is true and just and beautiful and necessary in this world continues um, absolutely to shine. Absolutely, and it, from the small hamlet in the northeast Oklahoma, we are thinking of each and every one of you, and you know, glory to Ukraine. Thank you all. See you next time. Thank <laughs> you.